0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I am excited today. This is one of those treats of having a show of your own where you get to bring on anybody that you want. Rudy Rudiger is here, as in Rudy from one of your favorite movies. He's had one of the most epic stories in the history of sports. That on-field moment that lasted for 27 seconds. Yes. Uh, It was short, but man, the legacy that it's left and the rippling effect for anyone who's seen the movie has lasted a lifetime. This man was carried off the field of storied Notre Dame Stadium after he sacked the quarterback. Talking about it could make me cry. Uh, Anyway, the movie you are familiar with. It came out back in 1993, and since then, he has consistently been one of the most popular motivational speakers, entertaining corporate audiences around the world with his unique passionate, heartfelt style of communicating. Rudy has co-authored several books. He is the founder of the Rudy Foundation, an organization tasked with the goal of assisting children of all ages to maximize their full potential. It develops and supports programs that cognitively, emotionally, physically, and spiritually impacts the lives of children. I am here for it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Rudy to the Rise Together podcast. What would the world look like if we all pushed ourselves to have candid conversations with people who didn't look like us, think like us, or live like us? I'm Dave Hollis, and I'm on a mission to learn more about this world by meeting more of the people who live here. You may not always agree with everything you hear, but I guarantee you'll come away more informed on topics you might never have thought to seek out before. This isn't just a podcast. It's a community. And when we raise each other up, we all rise
1: together. I'm kind of like the guy that takes a short, hey, I'm Rudy. (laughs) That's it, you know? Uh, The movie speaks for itself. It's more of the message. And what's interesting about the movie Rudy, when you said 27 seconds, but it took 27 years to understand that one little moment of victory because we go to these different zones in our life. and these zones, we have to push through, fight through. And when you get to the victory zone, you need another zone. I found out. Just because you accomplished that somebody had accomplished a lot of different goals in order to get there. And that's what's, I think, remarkable about the human journey, human life, human dreams. And I say human because we doubt, we deal with doubt, we deal with empathy, we deal with people who give you goofy thoughts. We deal with a lot of different things as we go through life. And it's our character and our courage. And the friends we hang around, that pushes us through to where we really want in life. And that's that one moment that we always dreamt about. Now, you don't have to be a star to be in that one moment. And you don't have to be the best. You just have to succeed and persevere through those, I say, tough times of life. And understand preparation creates that lucky little moment that you now have. People call it luck. Well, luck, you may say, but luck happened through hard work and happened through preparation and happened through, hey, this is what I want, this is what I dreamt about, and I'm not going to give up that feeling till I get it. That's the boat I burn. When I say that, when you go when you go to your island of dream, burn the boat, you're not going back. That means you got to learn how to survive. You got to learn how to make it in life. There's obstacles. There's all kinds of things coming at you. But there was a great movie. I don't know, it was a Federal Express. Tom Hanks played the guy. He was thrown in the island and uh, he survived the plane crash for years. He spent on that island. He gets back finally and his wife you know, remarried because they all felt he was dead. It was just a wonderful movie, but he let go to let her love again. And that that's what I had to do. I had to let go a lot of the things that I thought I needed, that I didn't need. What you need is your faith, is your hope, and let other people live their dreams and help people get to their dreams. And that's the journey of Rudy. It really is. And, and a lot of people have been influenced by that movie, The Message, from the late Kobe Bryant to some great Americans, to great politicians, great CEOs, great ball players, to go on and on. It goes, and when I was putting the movie together, it was like, why am I doing this? I knew why. When people ask me why, I didn't have to answer it because I knew. When you know your why, you don't need to question your why. Stay away from the people who are going to try to influence your why. <laughs> you know? That was the key. That's the tough part. That's the challenge.
0: My goodness, I mean, there's so many things. I mean, the, the, there are few movies that you can reference that everybody knows. There are few names. That you can right. use a first name without a last name that yeah. everyone knows. Like you are Beyonce, you are Sting, you like, there is yeah. a thing in this single four letter name that yeah. immediately evokes an emotion. It, it evokes a it
1: creates, yeah, that, 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 you know, it stimulates. You, you saw the movie Rocky, right? Uh huh. Now you didn't have to be a boxer to understand that common feeling of what he was giving you. In uh, of doubt. He even doubted himself through all that preparation when he got to the ring. He doubted himself because he saw something bigger than he was. Hey, am I really into this game? <laughs> well, you know, when he stepped in the ring, when he got hit, he now that's when it begins. I call reality. He is in the game because he prepared and believed until you get hit. Can you get back up and can you hit back? And that's what I had to do. you got to come back and hit back, hit back in a way, but you have to hit back properly. You just can't hit back like recklessly. You got to know how to hit and why to hit. That's why preparation was the key to Notre Dame after getting there academically. Man, that was tough. You went to Pepperdine, man. That's a tough school. You know, and, and a lot of a lot of uh, respect for Pepperdine students. When you're Pepperdine, you say, holy cow, there's a smart guy. But, you know, when you hear Notre Dame, you say, wow, Notre Dame. No, I'm not as smart as you think. I'm just to have a lot of common sense to learn how to get around the smart guys. to help me get through my tough times in the moments I needed because everybody, a winner wants to help you. And when you're around a winner, it will show you the way. But you have to be a good listener. And be, and be humble, and be willing to do whatever it takes to do what you need to do. And I think that's a challenge with most people. You know, a marathon guy, an Ironman guy, what they go through is, I respect all that. I respect all athletes. I respect all CEOs. I respect all business owners. I respect anybody that's out there, whether you're a good mother, a good father, good whatever. I respect that because I know there was a lot of hard work and, and I got to tell you, uh, respect is a key. When you earn respect, you have a legacy. And that's what's important.
0: You talked about knowing your why, which mm-hmm. I think there's so many people, plenty of listeners, uh, myself, even in the last handful of years, like mm-hmm. trying to really Get my finger on the pulse of my own why.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
0: tell, what was your why? Like, how did you, how, how did you, like, was it an instinctual
1: thing, a God thing? Oh, did, God, no? it's an in, instinct. It's a God. You want to be somebody. Remember that. Everybody wants to be somebody. But what inspires you to be somebody? Think about that. What inspires you? A lot of people are afraid to go after that because it, well, I'm not good enough. I can't do that. I can't be with them. They're smarter than me. They're bigger than me. You have to eliminate all those goofy thoughts. I belong there, too. I remember the priest at Notre Dame when I showed up in the middle of the night, and he says to me, and the steps in the Golden Dome, he says, you know, son, I know what you're going through, but Notre Dame's not for everybody. And I looked at him. I said, Father, I have one question to ask you. I said, mean heaven's not for everyone? He did not know what to say to that. And he kind of turned me over to the next priest. (laughs) because that's the truth. Everything's, if you want it and your wise, there, it is for you. There's a way you have to get there and do. A lot of people get rejected from the things they want. They say, well, maybe that was not meant for me. Well, you didn't have the why. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> when you have the why, it's like that young man who just got picked up by the Atlanta Braves. 12 years 12 years in minor league. And you know, that's a grind. I had a nephew who was in the minor league with the Orioles. I know how tough it was. And one day he just said, that's it. It's over. And he didn't have to build up that real why. It was more about money than, than, than the reason, the purpose of the love of the game. And, and I'm not saying there was both of that in him, but the why wasn't as big as it should have been. So he looked for another way, which is fine. I don't... As long as you know, and you say maybe this isn't for me. That's I respect that as well. But the movie Rudy was meant to be because I had a why, and going to Notre Dame I had a why, and not I was want to be a great football player, but I had a why to contribute to the tradition of Notre Dame, and I, that was bigger. That transcended me, transcended everything. But a lot of people think they are not You're not Notre Dame you, you know, the, the purpose is much bigger than you. And when people don't understand that, they get confused and they make bad choices and make many excuses. That's why life is hard because of that. And and life is not easy. Life is not meant to be a cakewalk. You you have to really get yourself. Tell my son the other day he plays hockey and he's really into hockey and fishing. And he's into, he's going to Arizona state and he's doing the work. He says, you know, dad, Went to practice today and I threw up. I said, you did? Yeah. He said, I went to that next level. I said, see, now you (laughs) got your why. See, when you go to that next level, you push yourself to that. And that's what I did. And that's what I had to do. And yeah, I had to do it differently. I was a little older. I was in the Navy. And and the Navy taught me a lot about Rudy, about, hey, I became a leader in the Navy, not because I was smarter than the guys, but, but they recognize your character and they recognize your attitude, and, and they recognize something everybody looks for in a winner is you are a leader, you're, you're not a sheep. And sometimes we need to find that leader through many different levels of people. Sometimes we look for leaders differently, and I think we should look for leaders with the common man because, hey, my best leader was the mail carrier that I found in LA to helped me find the writer of the movie, Rudy, that wrote Hoosiers.
0: But, you know, how many years years were there between you making the play and you Mm -hmm. seeing the film on the screen?
1: Well, everything's 10 years for me. I graduated from high school in 66, graduated from Notre Dame in 76. I started a movie idea in 82 and finished it in 92. So I, I don't know. And 45 was a magic number for me. 27 was a magic number because I wore number 45 and I was 45 years old when the movie came out and I was 27 years old and there was 27 seconds left in the game when I played. So the numbers, whatever that means, it's wild, right? And, and uh, the numbers kind of fit right into everything I did.
0: So in that decade, when you have this, I want to make this movie,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What was the rejection process like before the approval? Oh, it was
1: terrible. <laughs> it wasn't fun, man, because you're still trying to find yourself. Is this real? Is this why? Because we go through that. So we're going to have self-doubt because you're human. You say, is this a crazy idea? Is this something really? When you really think about it, it's stupid. <laughs> when you really, really think about it, that's where you really have to stay in that dream stage. The dream stage is more powerful than reality. Reality is you gotta do the work. And the dream stage is you're dreaming to do the work. Then you gotta do the work. That's the difference. I was willing to do the work with the fact that I dreamt of what I the victory. And the victory was just getting to that point to where I belong here too. Now when you have that I belong here too, other great things happen.
0: So true. It's I mean there's such a mindset thing that if you believe it, you start to see it. Some of those connections, I'm sure that came together were in part because of... I think it's
1: feeling it and people try to steal those feelings from you along the way. You know, friends, family, teachers, coaches, you know, people you trust because they don't see what you see. So your vision... See, I'm dyslexic, so I I look at things differently. than than I can't sit there with a regular organized mind because... I'm out of there. (laughs) You know, he's too detailed for me. Dude, I'm past that. I'm already done what you did. You got to do it now. You know, that was hard to find friends that understood my, look, 60% of your CEOs are probably dyslexic. I believe that because they're visionaries. Very successful people are dyslexic. You could look at all the great people from A. uh, Henry Winkler came up to me at a signing. He's dyslexic. He was telling me how much that movie meant to him and his son, who is dyslexic, and uh, it, it meant a lot to him to meet Rudy. I said, "Wow, man! I grew up with the Fonz, and now the Fonz is coming to me." Uh, remember, uh, remember the good guy. I mean, there's so many stories. I, I don't want to drop names, but there's so many great stories like that from great athletes, from actors to. Uh, just right regular people was at, a getting a Starbucks. And the girl said, what's your name? Is it Rudy? She writes it on the cup. She says, Rudy, we just watched Rudy. So <laughs> you're not Rudy, are you? Because she's in high school and they show her the movie in high school and they talk about the message of the Rudy. So she met when she heard Rudy, it's like you said, that's what rang through her head, you know? And, you know, I'm a little older now. She didn't look at my age. Like some kids would get when I first start speaking, meeting young people, uh, like fifth graders and that. They show the movie to them. Of course, they see Sean Astin, Goonies, you know, Mikey and, you know, Memphis Bell, And, and they see me coming in. Kids says, as I'm talking, so you guys have any questions? Yeah, well, where's Rudy? <laughs> I said, I'm Rudy. He said, Whoa. So, Rudy, the real Rudy. I said, I am the real Rudy. So, (laughs) you had to deal with that because their perception of Rudy was not what they're seeing. They're watching the screen and, and, you know. But we have a documentary out that's really cool with kids called Rudy Rudiger the walk We got an Emmy for that. It's on Amazon Prime. We also have a Telly Award for Dream Big on Broadway. Watch that. That's also good. But that explains a lot of the how the movie was made, why it was made, how it was made. And oh, it's wonderful. But uh, I had fun making that as well. And uh, because the right people were behind the making it.
0: When you finally get to see the the, the cut, I'm gonna guess yeah. it's before it's in a theater because you're involved in the process, but right. what was your reaction? Were there parts um, of what you saw that weren't what you thought they were? We should have
1: been. No, it was never never that. It was more about the emotion of the music and the message of the journey. And I got caught up in it with Sean Astin. I mean, he literally lived the Rudy part. I mean, he, uh, in Hollywood, and his mother was Patty Duke, and, you know, he struggled as a young actor, too, like they all do. You get a leading role, man. That's a big deal. Then you get guys on set, first, first time ever, it's John Favreau on set, right? And Ben's Vaughn, you cast him out of Second City. And these guys are walking around talking to you like you're the hero, like you're the guy. Now, wait a minute. Years later, they're the guy, and, they won't, and all of a sudden, they're too big for me to talk to. What? What's up? What's going on? <laughs> you weren't too big to talk to me when I was Rudy, but now I'm, you're something, and you're somebody you won't have time for Rudy? What's wrong with that? Maybe I'm reading that wrong. But I can't get in touch with those guys if I wanted to. They're so busy and, and they are, they're very successful and they, they're in their. And I guess I don't have that purpose for them to be around them. And that's okay too. And and, and that's really okay because I respect them because I know how hard it is for them to do what they did. But they had so much talent. Yeah. And still their first movie was Rudy, and their break was Rudy. And every now and then I like to be say, hey, remember me? They do, but but you know, uh the Rudy really, the message of Rudy is more about not giving up on yeah. something you believe in. And really that simple. And it's more than than what you it's not the Notre Dame lore. Some guy said to me at Notre Dame, you're not part of this lore. I said, yeah, I guess I'm not in your mind, but in my mind I am. <laughs> And I just walked away because they have that jealous. You're not Joe Montana to them. You're not that superstar to you're just a regular guy. Well, hey, we regular guys, it's meant for us too, dudes. Of just, you know, go go and admire your so-called heroes that aren't really heroes, but admire heroes like the firemen, the policemen, uh, the first responders that go in there. And, and yeah, well, they make mistakes too, but don't judge that on when you need somebody, they're going to be there for you. Don't
0: well, I you think that's that. part of what I think that's part of what connects so well with the yeah. audience is that there's this overcoming obstacles, underdog mm-hmm. appreciation yeah. that all of us have a, a, a rooting interest in.
1: It, it is, and that's why it connects. That's why it's still out there today, 27 years later. And you know, it's funny I still do autographs because people rather have. Hey, can you see? Never give up, not quit. You know, they love that.
0: It means a lot to them. Yeah, it's as relevant today as it was when you were there, as it was when the movie came out. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Look, I'm not a star when I walk on the campus, trust me. And and I don't want to be that star. But I love meeting the kids at Notre Dame that really respond to the message. When they meet you, they, they, they just get very emotional because they grew up with Rudy, you know, and, and I keep forgetting, i God, 27 years. They weren't even born. <laughs> you know? So, after yeah.
0: the movie comes out, yep, you've done the documentary, you've done the stage mm-hmm. play, but you also transi- transitioned into traveling the globe, speaking on stages. Yeah. Was that about listening to that why? and, and why Yeah, listen to that why. I
1: just got my first treatment today for our animation, and I'm so excited about that. Uh, hooked up with some real fine very professional, very successful directors and producers that want to do the Rudyisms, we're going to do it through animation. And I got my first uh, what we call pitch deck today, and they're really in it, they're really on it. And and, and this is what I like. This is how Rudy worked, by the way. Once they the guy who greenlighted a movie was really into the message, uh, and the guy who wrote it hated Notre Dame. So figure that one out, right?
0: (laughs) What's great is, like last night, I'm cooking out back. I mentioned that I got a chance to speak with you tonight. I put a little clip of the movie into my Instagram. And people lose their mind. It's like, it is immediate in how people connect to and have reverence for the way they they saw it.
1: Yeah, you know what? I like the reverence part of it. Someone came up to me. I'm not going to mention his name, but most people probably judge him as a very bad person, but he met me, and he had so much reverence, I kind of forgave him. I said, wow, dude, wow, because we must forgive, too, and not judge, and sometimes we judge. We don't know the mental illness of people, or we don't know that we have to forgive and not judge, and he taught me that, and I said, wow, I was judging this guy, but he had reverence for the message. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I like that, what you said, yeah.
0: So I know you speak about your four C's. What are your four
1: C's? Well, you know, the character is the first one. Your character, you need, you build your character. You build your character through your culture at home, through the ethos of your family, all that. You know, like when I had real tough times, my my dad built character. We had a bad report card. He didn't say you were stupid. You just need to help your mother some more go fold some more laundry or <laughs> go shine some more shoes or go make the beds or whatever. And you learn that, and that was character. And the courage you need, you know, courage is, is something you need to have to leap out in faith. It really takes courage. You've got to leap out and just believe. I had a conversation right before I talked to you on a gentleman who's been at a project for years, and he believes it, and he won't give up on it. But I asked him, I said, isn't there a time to give up on this? And he asked, he said, did you give up, Rudy? I said, that was a bad question I asked. <laughs> so when someone believes they won't give up, it's he burnt his boat like I did. And, and when you burn your boat, you're not going back and try it. Someone said, would you do it all over again? No, because there's I don't live in the past. And I live in the moment and I prepare for the future. I don't live in my, but I learned from the past. That's what you're asking. But no, I I would not do it all because it's too hard. It's too difficult. It's too challenging. And we deserve some type of feeling, some type of break in life, our victory, and we should enjoy our victories. Now, the character and the courage, the commitment we need to those goals. Here's the key. You know, you think about commitment. That's a good one. Uh, like today, I woke up I'm committed to do my bike every day, you know, the stationary bike. And there's four people on that screen that I pick each each day a different day because they gave me different insights. And there's another guy I do yoga with, and he a, was a professional wrestler. They, I can't disappoint them. I'm committed to how they want to help me. So I'm committed. So I feel guilty if I don't do it. And I do it, and I feel great. Well, I'm glad I did that. First thing I do is make my bed. That's number one. When you have your first success in the day, make your bed or do something, clean your room. Then go to the next step. Take your vitamins and get on the boat. Do your exercise. Sometimes we're so busy, we oversleep. Hey, Set the alarm clock for the time you need to get up and just get up and do it. That's the tough part, but that's commitment. You got to be committed. And when you're committed to something, you'll do the things you don't like to do, but you'll do them. And and now the big thing that got me to Notre Dame and through Notre Dame was contribution. I understood what contribution was, because if you can contribute to something great, you are part of that. You don't have to be great to be part of, to be great. You don't have to be number one, but you contribute to the success of others. And that contribution attitude really helped me make it at Notre Dame. Those are the four C's.
0: Those are those are good four Cs. If everyone just lived by that, forget it. We'd be great.
1: Well, we all great, every one of us. But it's hard. It's it's very hard to understand if you don't have a good self image of yourself. You got to get that good self image of yourself, and that means whether you're, you know, get nutrition right. You know, this COVID really helped us. I mean, I didn't have my vitamins right. No. I'll tell you what, I'm on vitamin D, calcium, magnesium, uh, biotin, all the good vitamins that build up your immune system. And, and you know what? It's really helped me through this COVID time, but also had me reevaluate my what I had to do physically, to get myself physically where I should be, and reinvent myself mentally. I was too comfortable. Sometimes you got to get out of that comfort zone. So this Zoom is awesome. I love this. Who would have ever thought of this? Here we are. I would never have met you if it wasn't for Zoom. Right? Think about I have, that. I
0: would I would have forced our connection is our, our our shared buddy Randy Garn. I would have forced Randy to meet to make us meet at some point. Well, sometime.
1: Randy's a different animal. <laughs> you know, R- R- Randy is everybody's friend. He's right? great. Yeah. Uh, Randy, Randy calls me up one day. He says, we're going to Louisiana and we're going on this trip with Matt Garth. I said, Matt car, who's he? You know, he, his dad's a millionaire, billionaire. They own all these car dealerships. And he wants to do a charity thing. So what kind of charity thing? Well, he explains and I said, I'm in. And we had so much fun. had so much great relationships. But that's Randy. He gets to know everybody. He knows people. He's got a great family. In fact, he's got two sets of twins. I don't know how he does it. I mean, I don't either. Dude, I mean, think about it: two sets of twins, and his daughter is on a mission now uh, in Louisiana, and he has another daughter. Oh my gosh, three other daughters, two twins by the way, and two boys that are twins. But they're just, and his wife is wonderful. So he really has a great family, values, and yeah, I love people like that.
0: We're doing a triathlon together in July. I am looking forward to it. Well, let me I'm say you. <laughs>
1: Well, tell Pudgy Randy he better get to work.
0: <laughs> All right. Tell me about your foundation, the Rudy Foundation. Was it something else? Well, I was the learning? Rudy
1: Foundation, you know, it's funny because uh, we're looking to reinvent that as well. We have a Rudy Award, uh, and we give it to young people who overcame the four Cs. They don't have to be the smartest, but they committed to their education. They committed to their school friends. And they contributed to their school and they get the character like this one. First, John Trevor gave the first word Ward out to this young girl in L.A. who walked to school two miles every day. And her goal was to finish school. Nobody in her family finished school and go to high school, get a diploma. That was her why. How awesome is that? Amazing. And her mother had to work, didn't have a father. Mother had to work night, so she had to take care of the family when she went home from school and still succeeded. So... Those are the kids that are, you know, uh, I met, I was speaking to this homeless shelter in uh, Vegas here. And was, uh, I didn't really want to go because it was for, uh, I didn't understand the purpose because I'm going to go talk to women who are on drugs and, been, you know, there have been abused. What am I going to tell them? I don't know. I've never been there, you know, but something tell me you better go. So I we went down there. I didn't know they showed the movie to these 50 women, right? And it didn't smell that nice walking up into their areas. But when I got up there, the whole culture changed. You were excited to see me. And this girl handed me a letter before I even spoke, and I put it in my suit pocket. And I spoke to the girls, and it was a wonderful experience. Years later, about eight months ago, I never read her letter. 2014, she gave me that letter, right? I never read it to six months ago that's where I found it. I misplaced it. And I walk into a place of business where this woman comes up to me and said, oh my God, it's it's my hero, Rudy. Oh my God. I'm going, who is this? No one's ever done that. She was the girl who handed me the letter in that, and she was thrown out by her husband, abused. Her husband kidnapped her child. It was a real bad situation, but she had because of Rudy the movie, she was a graduate of Oregon University, and her and her boyfriend was shown the show the movie. And she didn't want to watch a sports movie. And the boyfriend says, "Now we need to watch this." Well, she saw that movie and kept watching it even through her tough times. Because we still have our tough days, and the movie saved her life. And then she meets Rudy the real Rudy, and now she gets this next spurt of energy. Now she's a manager. She got off. She kept stopped feeling sorry for herself, made something of herself. Now she's managing a big shop in Vegas here because she had the skill and the talent, but someone stole that from her. And, And now she's got it back, all the confidence. So confidence is a big part of that, those four C's, by the way. And when you put those four C's together, the confidence comes and the dream comes back. So that's why you just never know.
0: What would you say to someone who currently is feeling stuck or or they're struggling with their- Well, we
1: all feel stuck. You got to get unstuck. Uh, You got to find out why you're stuck. (laughs) Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Uh, Are you putting the pity party on yourself? Uh, Maybe you got to do something to make yourself feel good to get unstuck. Whatever. What makes you unstuck? Find that out. And and there's a lot of excuses to say stuck because they're easy. Get the ones that are hard to get you on stuck, and do it. And you're going to find out once you get on stuck, other things will happen. If that makes sense.
0: It makes sense. Yeah. So if uh, someone is not currently connected to you, they're not mm-hmm. following you, they want more information about you, where do you send people? Well, there's come- many,
1: many different. Okay. They go Rise Above Rudy, just like our podcast. We have some great followers on that. Go to RudyInternational.com or rudy45.com, r45.com, our website, or you get the Rudy app. You get, the, go to the app store, put Rudy Rüdiger, and you get the Rudy app, and every day you get an inspirational message, and you can follow me and do certain things with the Rudy app. Awesome. Get that I love app, you. brother. That's amazing. You yeah. are
0: like very technologically savvy, Rudy. Come on.
1: Not me. No, no. It's my best friend, my ex-wife.
0: <laughs> nice. I love that. <laughs>
1: And Mary said best friend, ex-wife.
0: That's good. As people That's get the way that to be. confusion
1: growth Catholic. And, and people thought you had to stay married. No, I want to stay best friends. Sometimes you can't be married to be best friends. If that I, makes sense.
0: I know I, I hear it, man. I and hear it. I live
1: in it. My my best friend <laughs> is her. She protects me and, and we communicate better than we've ever. So we're just maybe we're meant to have the children, but maybe we're not meant to grow. Yeah. Everybody grows differently.
0: Yeah. So every week on the show, we close by asking our guests if they can leave our listeners with a single takeaway. It could be an idea, question, piece Uh, of advice. What is one thing you would leave our listeners with today?
1: The process. The process changes. Adjust and adapt to the process. There's another way of getting there. Remember that.
0: Ooh, that's good. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this episode, please do myself and Rudy a favor. Take a picture of the podcast, share it in social media, tag us on our handles and tell everybody you know about it. Until next time, adjust to the process because the process is always changing. Thank you, Rudy, for being here today. I
1: love your family background. You, You have a lot of good family pictures up there.
0: Oh, thanks brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you today. Until next time, everyone, let's rise together. We'll see you next week. Rise Together is hosted by me, Dave Hollis. This show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and edited by Andrew Weller with production support by Sterling Coates. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Rise Together is a product of the Hollis Company.